Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace, I'm Joel, and the cap is with me. And here we are with our weekly discussion. It's just a uh, boring discussion about this subject of the grace of God. So uh, <laughs> you probably want to turn us off right now. I don't know why I just turned into Eeyore, but... <laughs> That's <laughs> something funny to do, I guess. Just what do you got against Eeyore? Oh, here we go again. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he is actually my favorite Pooh character. Oh, yeah? Eeyore is? Yeah. Well, I don't know why. Probably he, because I I can relate to the, the kind of animal he is, the three-letter version, are you because a, I'm one of those. <laughs> I okay. thought it was maybe just because he's a great contrast for the joy and the happiness that we have in the Lord. <laughs> well, inside he's probably happy. <laughs> probably. But somehow he needs to get this grace of God in him so he can let it uh, be worked out of him and be seen for what it is. Interesting you should say that, and I've said this before, but let's put it this way. You and I were both what we would call born-again, Bible-believing Christians for quite a number of years, and then we came into this thing we call the grace walk, and this radical message of God's unconditional love and grace that we talk about week in and week out here on Growing in Grace and when I began to understand what was going on here, Joel, and and realized the misunderstandings that I had about the Bible and about God, not that I've cornered the market now, we were just talking about whatever knowledge we've obtained over the last 15 years, it's like a grain of sand on the beach, but mm-hmm. I feel like I know so much more than what I did 15 years ago. And when I began to grow and understand in that, uh, that radical grace, I, I couldn't help but want to scream at people in a nice way and tell them how much God loved them. I'm serious. I I, I know this is probably a repeat from, from other programs, but I, I would literally, when this was so new and so fresh to me, I was so excited about it. I couldn't be Eeyore. I, I, uh, I wanted to literally get out of my car at a stoplight and walk up to people in their car and just tell them that God cares about them. That's what I felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just can't be helped. I mean, the thing about growing in, in this grace and, and getting to know God more and more is that he, he brings it to us in fresh ways at various points in our lives. And I've not lost my excitement about it. I think it comes across in our programs here, and, and I know you haven't either. One thing that um, you said, it just it just brought something else to my mind that you know, we had uh, started our Christian lives in a, in a certain way, not necessarily understanding certain things, and then we we began to understand other things. And like you said, we definitely don't have a corner on the market for any of this stuff. But the thing I wanted to point out is that when it did become exciting for us, and when we started to grasp this really really good news, we didn't become any more of a Christian than we already were. It's just that the new creation that we already were. We began to understand more and more about that, and that is exciting. And that's, you know, that's really one purpose of, of doing this program. A person listening to our program, maybe you'll you'll catch a glimpse of, of some of the good news that we're sharing here, and it might be the first time you've ever heard that, or maybe it's it reminds you of something you already knew. And yes, yes, it's, it's not that you've become any more of who you already are. It's just that you understand more of, of who you already are. That's some exciting stuff, and so... 
you know, that's one reason we do this program and, and why it's great for people in the body of Christ to get together, you know, ch- you know church or a small group or Facebook or, or on the phone or in a chat room or whatever. It's, it's not to get you to become a better Christian. It's so that we can encourage one another in God's love and so that this this thing stays fresh and stays exciting, you know, and so we, we, we're encouraged more and more in, in who we already are. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, well said. That is absolutely true. I, I don't think I can add anything to that. Now, I'm going to be honest here, Joel, and I'm going to let our, our listening friends know just what a, a dope I really am. A couple of programs ago, I quoted something out of Second Corinthians 5 about reconciliation. And then as we were getting ready to do a program, you, you started mumbling a verse that I'm familiar with uh, the, the verse, but I couldn't remember where it was. And I know it's one that you've talked about before a number of times, either on our program or, or in your blogs. And you, you mumbled something about not imputing their trespasses to them. And I said, hey, Joel, where, where is that verse at? And you pointed out it's in Second Corinthians 5.19. And I says, what a dope I am. I was just talking about that verse. I skipped over that part because I was mainly trying to focus on what uh, what the Lord had said about reconciliation in that verse. It just goes to show how how easy it is to breeze over some of the uh, some of the simplest things that are right there in front of us. But I'd like to talk a little bit about that, though, and I, I know you have some thoughts on it too. God reconciled us to Himself, reconciled the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses or their sins to them, and has committed to us the the word of reconciliation. What do you take away from that? Man, you know, how many programs should we spend on this? Because <laughs> there, there's a lot in there. We'll try to boil it down. You know, as we've talked about, anyone in Christ is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That that doesn't mean that he, what he's not saying there is all my bad habits passed away and, and I started living a whole lot better. You know, that type of thing can happen, but that's not what he's talking about there. It's just that the you know the old covenant has been done away with. We're in the new covenant. The uh, the old man that we were in Adam, the old person has has been done away with, and now we're a new creation, and so on and so forth. And then he says, as you say here, uh, now all things are of God who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Well, I'll stop right there, and I'll just mention something that has that came to my mind the other day when I was reading this. As we talk about from, I think it's uh, one of the Corinthian letters, Second Corinthians, I think it is, where Paul calls the law the ministry of death, and he calls it the ministry of condemnation. That the law came 1,500 years before the cross. Its purpose was to minister, administer death and to administer condemnation. And now, Second Corinthians 517. And now what a dope I am, because, you know, the ministry of death and condemnation, I believe it's in this same letter. But anyway, I think a couple chapters earlier. But uh, but now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, I used to kind of read that and think to myself, okay, as Christians, and, and, and I think he does include this in there, as Christians, our ministry to the world is to tell people about this ministry of condemn uh, this ministry of reconciliation and i think that is true because in the next sentence he says oh in, in a few sentences down he says we are ambassadors for christ and he says uh, that word is something that that we can go and tell other people but i think what he's saying here is that 
the ministry of reconciliation is now what has been handed to us. The ministry of that Christ has reconciled the world to himself. That is the ministry that the world is under right now, uh, the ministry of reconciliation, because the law has been done away with. It had a purpose to serve death and condemnation out to people. And now, with the cross having come, we're now under this ministry of reconciliation so that anybody, you know, God has reconciled the world to himself, and now Paul says... We are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And to me, at this point in my understanding, what that means is believe this good news. <laughs> Just you know, believe it, and then uh, you can become this new creation, too. I don't know. What do you, what do you get out of all this? Um, <laughs> uh... Uh, I, I like what you said. I, I agree with you, Joel. Um, you know, well, one thing that jumped out at me, look, I, I don't have all the answers on this stuff, but th- there is obviously something very strong being said here where, where God did not impute these the sins. You know, that word, that's the new King James word in my Bible anyway. It, it just means to count. Uh, it refers to accounting. And the, the way I'm looking at this, Joel, is that because God did reconcile us to himself and is not counting our sins against us. My account is debt-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many people today in, in this world would like to be completely debt-free, where you owed nothing and probably had a surplus on top of it? That's what we have in, in Christ from a, a spiritual perspective. There are no debts. There, there's nothing that we owe. There are people who will sometimes say, and I might be one of them, I could never repay God for what he has done for me. Well, guess what? God's not asking you to. <laughs> you can try, uh, and good luck with that. But uh, you're debt-free. Your, your account is clear. You, you don't even have a record of wrong. I don't care how much time you've spent in jail. Your record is clean. And that is something to, to take home and, and enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, Cap, I think that listening to when I listen to our program, I think I like listening to you better than I like listening to me because you put it so simply, and mine was just too complicated. <laughs> that's that's because, I, like I said earlier in the show, I am a dope. Keep, just keep it as simple as possible. Uh, and actually, you know, really, uh, to talk about our program here for a minute, for, for those of you who have been listening for a long time, you, you may be really rooted and, and grounded in, in the grace of God. But one thing I, I think Joel and I have talked about this before, and I'm, I'm not saying it won't change. Uh, it, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But our program is designed to try to be simple. For one thing, for the reason I just mentioned, I can only go so deep. That's just the way God has me wired, I guess. Uh, do I like to understand uh, the, the deeper things of, of God and, and life? Of course. But uh, I think there are so many people who tune into this program, and this is where my heart is. Joel, uh, I'm not saying this is his heart. But my heart is to continue to help people who are just learning about this good news of God's grace and his unconditional love. I, that's where my heart is. I, I love being able to bring people into this understanding of who they are in Christ this, and, and share with them what the gospel really is, as opposed to perhaps what they've been taught, where it may be the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> I, uh, I confess I backslid for a couple of minutes there. <laughs> no, really, it, it it's it that is my heart too. I like 
you know, I like to keep things simple. On my you, you job. You do, Joel. You, you do like <laughs> to keep it simple for our program, but I, I also know that you tend to want to go deeper than sometimes what I want to do. I mean, off the program, that I think it's your nature to, to want to continue to grow and learn. Of course, I don't want to stop growing and learning. I'm just saying that uh, I think there are some people who, who like to uh, jump a little deeper into the pool. Yeah, I think that's true, and 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 that's the beauty of that's the beauty of of the diversity th- that a person has within themselves. You know, it's sometimes I just love being simple, and other times I do, I really do. I have a lot of time on my job to sit and think, <laughs> and uh, and I love it. I love doing that, and uh, and and that's part of that's part of just uh, just the nature of Joel. That's just who I am. I, I like going deep on things, but I also. I can be, I think, uh, to quote Ralph Harris, who I had as a as a guest on uh, Growing in Grace Together one time. You know, I can be uh, shallow as a puddle one second, and and and, or I could be, uh, I, I forgot how he said it, but you know, I could be really, really <laughs> deep one minute, one second, and then shallow as a puddle ten seconds later. And and that's just that's the beauty. That's just the beauty of life. Well, we got to <laughs> wrap it up anyway. But well, it's good stuff. The the, the good news is. God did all the work for us to be brought back into uh, connection with him, if you will. And uh, nothing is is ever going to sever that. That brings peace. And I I hope that you can walk in that today. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. Access hundreds of past programs. Visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.